Radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Am I live? You hear me? Sweet. Okay. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, uh, licensed. <laughs> Uh, licensed professional counselor, relationship, and sex specialist in Detroit, Michigan. Sorry about all the technical issues today on the Virgin Show at Podcast, um, podcastdetroit.com. I apologize for all that. I was probably, I think it was my error or computer errors, something. So hopefully everybody is able to tune in now. You can listen to us live at Podcast detroit.com and as usual my usual followers you can listen to me on my the art of relationships radio show's own app and you can also listen on tune in let me find out sound soundcloud sorry catching my breath a little bit as well and you can join us on the live chat and you can give me a call at 586 212 Nine, six. And I apologize for late start. A little bit of tech issues on my part, so hopefully we got them all situated by now, and I apologize for that. Welcome, everybody, to the Art of Relationships radio show. Foo, it's very nice seeing you again. Thanks for holding on and not uh, checking out on us. Um, so hopefully everybody uh, will be clued right in. <sighs> Catching my breath here. Hopefully everybody's having a good weekend or had a good weekend. And uh, everybody's all set for Monday, starting tomorrow. And sorry, I'm just sending a message on Facebook uh, for everybody to check check in and everything. So um, we're going to talk about tonight about grading. Uh, what's your sex grade? I want to hear... Everybody talks about, you know, you go to school, we go to school, 
left and right, middle school, high school, right? We're all about maybe we're centered on grades, you know, even people going into college and all that stuff, whatever. Um, my situation here is I want to center on, you know, what does it take to make an A, a B? Would you be happy with a B? What if you're, say, average, <laughs> and you're a C average on sexual aspects? Um, would you be okay with that? Or do you want to know what it's going to take to be a B? Or do you want to be an A? Now, remember, everybody's different, right? Every relationship is different. Every situation is different. So, you know, what you might think, you know, you might think you call yourself an A, right? Now, I touched this on Facebook a little bit ago, a couple days ago, maybe last week, I look at the situation is um, maybe you think you're an A. In reality, maybe your partner, and you can ask your partner, maybe you're a C, What's it going to take for you to be an A, or is it totally out of the mix for you? Like I tell everybody on every show, I do not want you to sell yourself out. You know, for, say, your partner, for you to be an A as your sex grade, if you will, that means, oh, you got to have a threesome. you got to be in an open relationship. you got to be a trapeze artist. I'm not saying you might not want to earn an A. You might want to kick that person to the curb. And dismiss them because you want to respect your boundaries and your issues, um, you know, are important to you. I don't want you to sell yourself out. So there has to be a little bit of an emphasis on holding on to yourself and not going out of your way uh, to earn an A and it's selling yourself out. Not at all. I want to look at um, we all, you know, teaching when I teach college classes and so forth have an issue as far as, you know, a syllabus. So what the heck, you know, a syllabus. What we're going to talk about and the criteria for the course. This is what you need to get an A. This is what you need to get a B. So when we're talking about your grade as a sexual partner, what would it take, uh, what is needed to be an A, B, C, whatever, a D? Maybe you don't care, and I'm going to get into that situation a little bit down the road. Okay, so... The syllabus, we're going to look at, you know, what makes up that grade issue as far as, you know, what are you graded on? Everybody's looking at, oh, physical pleasure, that's it. No, we're going to look at, you know, we have a different dynamics. There's eight dynamics I came up with, and we're looking, sorry about that, we're looking at uh, emotional connection, right? Is that part of your sexual grade? It should be, right? Kissing. Ooh, how many people have lost the art of kissing? Do you kiss passionately, deep, sensual? Or do you just lick their face and that's all hot for you? No, I don't think a lot of people want their freaking face look like a dog or anything else. You want to look at, you know, kissing. What can you do to be a better kisser? Is that part of the repertoire of earning your sexual grade? Absolutely. And I apologize, sound like I am freaking running all over the place. My breath is going nuts uh, <laughs> after the tech issues at my end. Uh, so hopefully I'll spaz down a little bit and catch my wind. <laughs> and, you know, so kissing. We have emotional connection. Now, we're going to get more in detail about that. Emotional connection, is that part of the sexual grade? Absolutely, as it should be. Kissing, absolutely. You know, 
all these are going to make up your final grade, if you will, as a lover. So that's what I mean. No, you're great as a lover. And I just talked about this the last week or two, I should say, in human sexuality during class about what it makes or what's it take as far as. Sorry about that. Uh, getting a drink. Um, you know, what's it, how do you grade yourself as a lover? And are you honest? Do you Are you afraid to ask your partner what the heck it means, what it takes for you to be, you know, a good student to your partner? doesn't matter about past lovers. It doesn't matter. Remember, what they might like, what, you know, your new partner or partner you're with now might not like. They might not enjoy. So you have to look at how you guys become your own soulmates or maybe a students to each other. And that's what you have to center on, okay? That is definitely crucial. So I want you to look at emotional connection, number one, kissing. Kissing tends to be maybe a lost art or maybe after you're together for a couple years, five, ten, whatever years, you don't kiss as much as you used to. I love kissing. I love passionate kissing. Uh, French kissing, whatever. It's very passionate, very sensual. And it's almost like you can freaking taste each other's souls in the kiss if everybody knows what I mean. Okay, then we're going to get, you know, foreplay. And I talked about, you know, lost art of foreplay. I shouldn't say lost art. Um, if you get down to the selfishness, and I talked about, you know, a friend of mine out in the Philly area talked about, you know, a lot of complaints are coming from women out on the East Coast, Philadelphia area, that a lot of guys don't spend a lot of time on foreplay, if at all. And I think that's sad, that's pathetic. So that is also going to be part of your overall report card grade. Okay, now, verbal expression, guiding. How many people look at, they want someone that's very vocal, right? Or maybe, you know, you go to come. And you're quiet. You're a quiet comer. And the people want you to scream and yell there, you know, oh, my God, call my name out, right, when I come, when I orgasm. I want to hit on all these aspects. And, you know, maybe you're quiet and your partner wants you to be more verbalized, more vocal, and let yourself go. So you're going to talk, not only, you know, verbalize. Can you verbalize what you like? Oh, baby, oh, baby, that's so good. That's hot. Oh, I love that right there, right there. Can you do that? Or... Are you freaking like uh, going Braille through a map and trying to drive a car and you're blind and you have no clue what's going on, where you're going? So, you know, verbal guidance or verbal expression can be very, very crucial and very important thing to you. Do you want your name called out? Do you want, um, you know, oh, God, right there, right there. No, no, no. So verbal expression is good. Oral sex, absolutely, right? Oral sex, how, is, how important is that to you? Now, what I'm saying with all this, you know, oral sex, maybe you're not in oral sex. Shame on you, right? But <laughs> I'm teasing. What? <laughs> well, maybe not. Um, you know, oral sex, is it important to you? And maybe your partner will look at the situation to where, you know what, it's not important to me. Ooh. Right out, of, uh, right out of pants, you and Gabby are both on your phones. I'm not trying to be like Chip. Uh-oh, what's going on? <laughs> okay, hold on. I always want to strive to be an A++. Foo, yeah, I have a feeling you definitely are an A++, the way you talked on numerous shows before. 
So oral sex is huge. What about another one? Part of your grade criteria is freakiness or openness or daring. Are you daring enough to maybe go have sex in the front yard, the backyard, on the front porch? Go, maybe you haven't been parking in a car in years and decades. Maybe doing that again, being more daring, being more open being more open to maybe try different things, different positions, maybe different if you want to integrate toys into your sexual repertoire. How do you guys look at those aspects, and is this all part of the grade? It sounds like, oh, my God, to put a lot of pressure on everything, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting into, you know, the put pressure. It's about learning and uh, having the openness and the confidence to be able to explore to get better. It's not about... You know, oh, my God, we got finals. It's a pass-fail type of situation. No, it's not about putting pressure on everybody in the um, sexual repertoire to earn <clears throat> your grade um, as a lover. But you also want to look at the situation. How do I grow in the willingness to do that? And that would be, you know, the openness and the daringness that you want to try something. Some people... I'm going to get into this, too, if they don't even want to try or learn or, you know, experience everything. Or you hear these excuses left and right. Oh, my God, I'm too tired. I'm exhausted. Uh, it's late. It's this. It's that. Um, you know, there's always excuses left and right. But how do you fight through those and look at what is important to you and how can you show your partner that this is important to you, too? And if it if you're with somebody that, you know what? Maybe earning a grade, <laughs> earning a grade sexually or becoming a better lover is not important to them. Maybe you're with the wrong partner. So what do we do with that situation? And I will get into that a little bit later, too. Now, of course, you need physical pleasure, right? What's the sense of having sex if there's no physical pleasure? So that's going to be part of the grade repertoire as well or the grading criteria. Now. Number eight is this is often forgotten and one that we usually, I shouldn't say we, women will complain about left and right and you're hitting on the situation is what? What about after sex? Ooh, what happens, right? Chemical in the brain on guys, right? We pass out. (laughs) We want to pass out. We want to maybe fall asleep, those situations where women, they have an orgasm or two orgasms. They're like freaking wired, man. They're like on ADHD, wide awake, wanting to go again or talk all night. And we're like, (laughs) so, you know, what about after pleasure, after sex aspects? How do you guys, do you guys hold each other? Do you guys caress each other? Do you guys give each other affirmations and everything? Not my honey. What was that, foo? <laughs> oh, your honey doesn't fall asleep? I want to hear all that situation. You know, all that, and it all depends, too. If it's in the morning, we tend to uh, maybe not fall asleep. We might end up uh, waking up a little bit, okay? In the morning, uh, you know, at night we are tired. We want to, you know, we might want to kick it off a little bit, okay? And... You know, at night we're tired, we're passed out. And the chemical aspects in our brain, you know, male brain, so it's almost like tryptophan that will uh, fall asleep or women will be wide awake after they have an orgasm. It's a freaking cruel 
trick that nature plays on us and our aspects. So you want to look at uh, the elements as far as um, the grading criteria. Here we go again, right? Emotional connection, kissing, foreplay, touching, caressing, licking, kissing, all during foreplay, right? Verbal expression, guidance, verbal guidance, oral sex, freakiness, or openness to new experiences. There we go. Physical pleasure, that's an obvious one. And I put that down the list for a reason because I think that's a given. Most people, oh, have sex because it feels good, right? And one that is often forgotten that is even more forgotten, I think, uh, than foreplay aspects is after sex. You know, what do you do as far as after sex? Do you... You know, are you able to cuddle? Are you able to send affirmations? You know what? I love you. That was awesome. Um, how many people, <laughs> I love this one. How many people, I, you know, come into my office, whatever, and it's like, uh, you know, sex was great, whatever, and you say, oh, thank you. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like you're at a customer service line or something. <laughs> you don't want to get into that situation at all. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Looking at, Emotional connection. Now, what do you need as far as emotional connection? This is getting into part of the grading process, if you will, as a lover. What would it take for you to, you know, be emotionally connected? Sorry about that. Not only, you know, during sex is huge. You know, are you more into the physical routine? You heard me talk about on numerous, numerous shows, um, you know, over the last year at least, that... How many women, you know, they might feel like they're just a piece of meat, right? That It's just about sex, and you want the emotional connection. What do you do to maintain that emotional connection, or are you just worried or just centered on the physical pleasure and the actions and the physical behaviors versus staying emotionally connected during sex or making love? What do you do to do that? And part of this is... You know, do you maintain eye contact? And people know, um, you know, they know very well how important that is to me and how much I try to promote that big time. Uh, oh, Chip Fu, welcome. You <laughs> you want to make a sandwich after uh, sex? Uh, you're not sleeping, huh? <laughs> you look at the individual that uh, affirmations. What about, you know, Throughout the day, do you, not only during, you know, making love or having sex, you know, do you make sure your partner feels loved, make, you know, loved, adored, appreciated, valued, um, cherished, you know, even throughout the day when you're not making love or having sex. But do you look at, it's primarily during sex, the center on, you know, I love you, oh my God, you feel awesome, that you feel, you want to feel each other's souls would be phenomenal. And how often do you do that? Or is it just the physical pleasure and the physical connection, which is very, very crucial to the elements that's, uh, you know, that's going on? And you want to stay that connected big time, okay? When you look at the a- aspect of that is, you know, maybe kissing. How many people love kissing during sex? And I'm not talking if you're doing doggy style, you're going to break each other's neck or whatever. You can't really <laughs> can't kiss really during doggy style or maybe reverse cowgirl. Yeah, she could lean back a little. Yeah, I guess she's flexible enough and not hurting herself. She can lean back and you can kiss during that. You know, a lot of people lose that connection. They say they feel, oh, it's just physical. It might feel great, but we feel disconnected during 
sex. So this is all part of, you know, earning or earning, you know, learning to earn that A as a lover with you and your partner and what it would take to maybe go up a little bit. Maybe you are a B and you want to be a B plus. I mean, me, I want to be an A, A plus plus, right? And everyone assumes, oh, Greg, yeah, you're a sex therapist, you know, relationship, marriage counselor and all this stuff. You got to be an A, right? Well, it depends who you're with. Excuse me. Uh, sorry, I had to take another little drink. You know, who you're with and what, what would it take for you to be um, centered on that issue that you are satisfied, you're emotionally connected and kissing. You know, a lot of people, oh, we don't kiss during sex. I love kissing during sex. It makes us feel, makes me feel closer to him, makes me feel closer to her. And it's not always the women complaining about a lack of kissing or eye contact. It's a lot of guys I have in my office too that say they love that. They miss that. She won't kiss me. He won't kiss me. And they want the eye contact. So this is all part of the emotional connection. The kissing is part of the great aspects as well. Now, if we get into, oh, every day I let him know how much I love him and want him. Foo, I know you piss me off all the time because I'm jealous. You always bring that up. And we still have to do that uh, conference for women to uh, maybe turn them into the ideal uh, love machines. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do that uh, try to talk and set something up, uh, rent a, or take the conference room or one of the conference rooms in my office at Penobscot Building in Detroit. Oh, real quick, um, you give us a call. Give me a call live at the podcastdetroit.com studios. Uh, you give me a call, 586-212-4196. So you give me a call live or you can join us on the live chat. If you are using the phone's own app, mobile device app, or on Spreaker's app, and or Spreaker.com, uh, you can find Art of Relationships radio show, and you can listen in live and enter the chat on that. Or you can, if you don't want to chat, you can also listen on Sound, SoundCloud and PodcastDetroit.com. And make sure you check out... Uh, Dave and Bob's show to IT and the D. I think that's on Monday nights at 9, if I'm not mistaken. But check them out. Great guys. Great show. And there are also a lot of great shows going on at podcastdetroit.com. So make sure you check it out. You can also check me out um, at theartofrelationships.org and check me out on Facebook all over the place, too. Okay. So talked about... Um, you know, for kissing, emotional connection, eye-to-eye contact, which is all crucial in earning a grade. You know, are you doing all these aspects? And it's where, you know, when you're, you know, making love, having sex, whatever, it's not like you're looking over at the checklist. Oh, I did this. I did this. I, you know, like you're checking, <laughs> checking a grocery list. No, that's going to kill the moment. You don't want to do that. You want to sort of prepare before that. Okay. You don't want to go down the list. Okay. I kissed you. I looked in your eyes and all this stuff. No, that's tacky. That's corny. Actually, that's pathetic. So you don't want to do that. You want to stay in the moment. You want to look at, you know, and foreplay. I mentioned, you know, at the beginning of the show, 
that uh, on the East Coast around Philly, it's been a big complaint about women saying they don't get enough foreplay or maybe no foreplay at all, which I think is very, very sad. It's pathetic. Um, and I, I talked, like I said, Damaris, a friend of mine out in Philly that, you know, is a, you know, relationship uh, therapist too. We talked and I said, usually most guys around here, you know, Michigan, Midwest, we're all about foreplay, or I should say most of us, um, we should be and all about pleasing and all that. And that's sad and that's pathetic. Maybe New Jersey women should move to the Midwest. That might be a thought. I don't know. Would that be a thought? <laughs> Jess, Jess has helped me out. <laughs> no. What, she, what? Oh, about uh, foreplay. About New Jersey women coming to the Midwest because they're complaining their uh, their guys don't um, practice or they don't perform uh, foreplay that much. That's pretty much the most important part of anything, I think, when it comes to sexuality. Oh, hell yeah. You can't with somebody. You can't just jump in there. <laughs> no, I... A nice tr- I love that choice of word. You can't just jump in. No, oh, no, well, yeah, because you you hurt you hurt your uh, lady big time. Yeah, you don't want to do that, and then she might uh, end up punching you in the dick. <laughs> yep, that would be no fun. Yep, no, not at all. So that should happen. Um, so foreplay is huge, and you look at you know what every woman is different, every guy is different. When I talk about you know foreplay, I've done this numerous times as part of your grading criteria. You know, learning what your partner likes, how they want to be caressed, how they want to be touched, licked, kissed, where, how, all those aspects, okay? So foreplay is very, very important. And are there a lot of women out there that say, yeah, can there be too much foreplay? Maybe, you know, can it be too long? Can it, you know, you have foreplay that's going on for two hours (laughs) and a woman's like, she starts falling asleep, right? So you need to talk and you need to look at every situation is different. We all know, you know, there's, you know, just the fun, throw them up against, you know, throw each other up against the wall. And, you know, the quickies are cool. They're fun, whatever. But, you know, are you being an A student in foreplay? And the big thing is about being an A student overall as being a lover is the willingness to learn, the willingness to explore, the willingness to grow, not be what do I want to say, immature? And I used when I talked about sexual maturity a while ago, you know, what would it take for you to be able to grow and have the confidence to want to learn to be better? And I mentioned on Facebook the other day, or even today, I think, when I was advertising the show, um, was looking at if your partner is not willing to grow and maybe become better and become a better partner better you know sexual partner or lover maybe you're with that wrong partner maybe you need to now i'm not talking you know like i said i'm not talking extremes here i'm not talking you know you need them to be you know in the whips and change and s&m and all this stuff and they don't want to be or whatever that if then maybe you need to be with somebody that is into that same aspect that you are but then maybe you're with the wrong partner, but I'm not talking those extremes. I'm talking, you know, within, you know, a, what do I want to say, normal, what the hell is normal anymore, but getting into a context that is, you know, both safe and you both have fun and everything. And if your partner is, oh, this is me, I, I want sex um, once every other month and I'm just doing that, I'm just doing that because I have to. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you might need to... 
dismiss that partner or look at what is going on. You know, what, I'm all about that. You know, part of earning a grade as a lover, um, even as, you know, a partner, a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, everybody knows that listens to the show, that's, you know, it doesn't matter to me, is, you know, looking at what am I doing to cause her? What am I doing to cause him not to be turned on? You know, what am I doing to turn her off, turn him off? So be able to look at that and look at yourself. A lot of people start bashing and blaming, get defensive. But, you know, you look at why am I, why are they not willing to grow? Is it fear or is it insecurities? Is it body image? Or is it just that too bad they don't want that? And it's, you know what, no matter what, I'm not going to grow. This is the way I am. Too bad, take it or leave it. Well, you might want to leave it. And it sounds hypocritical coming from someone that is about saving or trying to, you know, save relationships and marriages and all that stuff. And as, you know, a lot of people know I'm a hypocrite anyways because I've been divorced for, oh, my God, a lot. <laughs> I've been divorced for a while, and I do this. Sort of weird, isn't it? But um, so foreplay is huge. Get on that. Uh, why don't we take a little bit of breather in a couple minutes? This is the Art of Relationships radio show at podcastdetroit.com. Thank you very much for listening. And all set. And we'll take a little break. Thanks for listening. We'll be back shortly. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Can't figure out why The hell I can't say you're the words that I've been thinking In my mind Unless I'm in front of a crowd Shouting into a mic And I'm naked She get a little bit closer
sitting on the dirt-ridden floor. Hit her form aware, and with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell. An embarrassment, one crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive. My nicotine, the one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. statement check out oh okay we're sorry we're back live with the art of relationships radio show here at podcastdetroit.com listening live it's uh the virgin episode and it's been a rough one i tell you uh, <laughs> uh this sunday evening and i'm uh coming in i'll be on live still on wednesday nights at nine uh but i am switching monday nights to sunday night so it'll be sunday and Wednesday evening, 9 o'clock. So make sure 
you change your schedule. I shouldn't say change your schedule. Change <laughs> my schedule in your uh, calendars and everything. And what else? Uh, you, so you can. It's still the same format. You can uh, chat with me live uh, with the Show's Own app. You can listen live now at podcastdetroit.com. Make sure you check out there. There's a lot of awesome, awesome shows. A lot of really cool, very talented people that are on the Podcast Detroit Network as well. So make sure you check them out. Um, Anything from geek shows to IT shows to actually this relationship and sex shows. Oh, I shouldn't say sex shows. That that almost sounded like a porno. No. Anyways, we're talking about, you know, what do you do to earn your grade as a lover? And we talked, went through the dynamics of – you know, emotional connection, kissing, not only emotional connection, you know, I want to center more as, you know, a lover and, you know, the sexual aspects, because a lot of people, we, you know, the emotional connection is crucial, but how do you maintain the emotional connection when you're making love, when you're having sex? And a lot of aspects of that, a lot of people get into, you know, they, they might lose that. And I get couples that, yeah, we have sex and I, we just, we don't feel connected. Greg, I don't feel connected to her when we're making love. It's like she's disconnected or he's disconnected. And you look at those aspects and those elements, and it's crucial. What do you do to maintain that connection during sex? You know, it's crucial in day-to-day living. It, it's very crucial throughout the day how you maintain that connection. If it's a simple text message I love you. I miss you. I can't wait to slap your ass. I mean, you know, I can't wait to see you, whatever the situation is. Fu would love that as Princess Fu's talking about that. Um, You're looking at the elements, you know, what do you do during sex and maintain that connection? Eye-to-eye contact. Everybody knows, listens to my show for a while. I'm huge on eye-to-eye contact when you're making love or having sex. And it takes a lot of confidence, takes a lot of confidence not only in yourself, but in the relationship to be able to do that, to have that soul-to-soul connection and what that feels like. Um, I'm a guy, and I love that. And, you know, the importance of foreplay. The verbal expressions, want to hit on that. How many people out there want to be, you know, their name yelled, their name to be called? Or maybe do you need verbal expression on if someone's doing something you love? Can you scream it? Yeah, oh, yeah, right there, right there, right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Slow down, slow down. Harder, harder. <laughs> it's almost, you know, like you're going by a script, but no. And part of, you know, not only the verbal, it's crucial. It is, like Jess was talking about, you know, during the break, whatever. It's very important that can you read each other's body language? You know, verbal, I want you to be able to maybe call each other's name. Maybe I love you. Maybe you're hot. You're sexy. Oh, God, I just can't wait to rip your clothes off. What do you do to, you know, God, I can't wait to taste you. What do you do to verbalize the desire, not only physically, but to verbalize and almost guide your partner into your own pleasure? And what role do you play in that? Your partner should be able to learn to read your body language, too. Are you moving into a touch position, you know, whatever? Are you moving into it or are you pulling away from it? And does your partner read that? Do they pick up on that aspect? And maybe if not, you might have to sort of slap them upside the head and say, knock it off. This is what I want. (laughs) 
You ever do that, Jen? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honest. So, you know, oh, sweet. My, my boyfriend. I ask him what he wants, and then I ask him what he wants me to do, and we sort of just go like that. But sweet. We have, we have good chemistry like that. So sweet. Cool. I'm jealous. Open, openness is a huge thing. So I'm jealous. You're Damn. You're to be open. They're not going to know what you want. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be open. You have to be, you know, and that's part of when I said about um, going down. Going down. Here we go. <laughs> Going down, you know, with oral sex, I mentioned about that, but the verbal expression and I about openness and, you know, the daringness and freakiness. And I did a show on, you know, bringing out your freak, but that doesn't mean, again, you know, S&M, whips and chains, swingers, you know, all that aspect. No, not at all. It's about what that means to you and what that represents to you. And that's not right or wrong. It's up to you to define what that is, to be open, to be, you know, more daring. But can you verbalize that, what you want to do and what you want to try to your partner? Are you too shy? And if you're too shy and you don't do that, that is, you're going to get dinged on the grading scale and on the points, okay? So, can you increase that aspect? Or like I mentioned, if you go to orgasm and some people are quiet and some people don't like quiet comers <laughs> because they look at, oh, you know, it was like, oh, they just came, no big deal. They almost want to know, uh, can you yell? Can you scream? Oh, my God, coming, I'm whatever. Oh, my God, right there, right there. And some people are quiet for whatever reason. They don't want to let go verbally and some people that that's a huge turn on that's hot and maybe you're going to get some points deducted for that on your overall grading scale okay you give us a call here uh 586-212-4196 and as always no matter what the topic of the show is you can call in with any question you have uh relating to relationship uh marriage even family and, of course, uh, sexual challenges that you might have or, you know, maybe dealing with. And as always, it's anonymous. I do not ask for your name. And I'm not being disrespectful. Actually, I'm being very respectful because I'm not going to throw your name out there. I respect everybody's privacy and confidentiality to the max, not only in my office, but on the Art of Relationships radio show as well. Okay, now, oral sex. This is another grading criteria. You know, how many people are fantastic at giving oral sex, right? Not every guy out there has my talent. Not every woman has great talent in this, too, as I'm bragging. Anyways, you look at the dynamics of, you know, what can you do to be, you know, better at, oral sex, right? Do you read a manual? Do you, um, do you ask? Do you, what about the verbal expression as, as well, uh, situation? What do you do to, you know, get better at it? Talk. Can you talk? What do you like? What do you don't like? Do you pay attention to the moans, the groans, the giggles? How many people want to be teased a little bit orally during oral sex? And what is important to you? You know what? Do they want to maybe lick and suck on this, on that, whatever aspect that goes on? Um, and maybe you have a sensitive area. Everybody assumes, you know, you're talking about the vaginal area, clit and all this stuff. Um, 
they center on that right around. What about the areas around it? The lips can be teased. They can be very pleasurable for the ladies. And maybe ladies don't even know this. I, I get this all the time. Craig, you know more stuff about women than women do. Um, I don't know about that. But, you know, maybe you need to explore what you like or even try something new, different, whatever, to see what you like or a combination of what you like, what you don't like. And that's part of being open when it comes to oral sex. Does he like certain things, you know, done to him during oral sex? Maybe he wants to be nibbled, bite. Ooh, God, not too hard, please. But you look at the dynamics that um, can you talk? Can you, you know what? Yeah, right there. I like that. Do that. Do that. And it's huge to be open, to be able to communicate huge is going to improve your points and you're going to earn all your points to earn that a (laughs) talking like it's a oh my god all this pressure on everybody right not at all you relax you want to learn take that pressure off because oh my god i want to learn there's no pressure right like i said you can't fail the only way you fail is by not trying so you try to you try to pick that up and you try to you know you learn not a big deal. You learn from it. And if you want to try something and open, you know, you want to go on the balcony or the front yard at noon while the neighbors are out and you want to have sex and all that stuff, do not call me from jail, okay? Um, <laughs> maybe you need to wait till the lights are off, the street lights are off, uh, all those aspects. I'm not advocating that. I don't want anyone to go in jail or to get a you know, put in jail, and then you call me, oh, uh, Greg uh, told me to try this and all this to expand our horizons. Um, I don't want any illegal endeavors, okay? Now, okay, oral sex, and, you know, oral, oral sex is, I think, crucial for a lot of people. Most people like it, like it, freaking love it. Um, I love it. I love giving it. I love receiving it. <laughs> And, you know, everybody is different as far as maybe technique and what they want. My promotion is, if that's a proper term right now, my promotion is to, you know, what does it take for you to be better at giving oral by talking? Maybe, maybe again, you're thinking you're an A at giving oral. Maybe you're a C to your lover. What would it take to increase that? The number one thing with anything, with any relationship aspect, is the wanting to, the desire, the caring enough that you want to go ahead and do that, okay? The caring enough to learn, to become that A student, that A lover to your partner, okay? And hopefully that partner wants to be an A uh, lover to you too, okay? Emotionally, physically, all across the board. Now, The other aspect we're getting into is the physical pleasure of it. What would it take? You know, everybody assumes. That's why I put this down in the list a little bit, you know, about physical pleasure. Physical pleasure is huge. And if something is not physically pleasant, physically exciting, physically exhilarating to you, um, what are you doing to change that up? Maybe, you know, a certain position, maybe, you know, you're sideways, whatever, and it causes you pain and you don't like it, but your partner loves it. You don't do it. Your partner should respect you enough, right? If something hurts, they better respect you enough not to do it, 
even if they like it, love it. And that's not selling themselves out. That is trying to reach each other's pleasure points, if you will, okay? But when it comes into causing pain, and I'm not calling, uh, you know, the pain of... uh, pleasure pain that you love or you know a little spanking or maybe you're in the whips and chains whatever and you love that pain or the you know a little bit of pressure or pain of nipple clamps whatever you love that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the plain pain that you do not enjoy that uh that actually hurts okay so you know that's important you know what do you do to you know what do you like for physical pleasure and what's it do to you know, what are you doing to highlight that, to bring it out, to enhance the physical pleasure of being a lover and being a best lover or whatever? Part of it, you talk about, you know, a guy lasting long. You know, most women we talk about, you know, guys might forget about, you know, oh, my God, they got this ego that I can't, you know, give her an orgasm by having sex with her, or, you know, with me inside of her, that, you know, most women... Not all, but I'm going to say, you know, most women have an easier time reaching orgasm or being pleased manually or orally versus having somebody inside of her. Okay, guys? And I want you to learn that. And every, you know, position, if it's doggy, you know, whatever the situation is, you want to look at, you know, what provides that pleasure and how do you enhance it? How do you highlight it? Can you tantalize the physical senses like I talk about with maybe you know smells foods what about ice cubes we talk about you know ice cubes altoids given oral pleasure um that enhance anything that enhances the physical pleasure maybe and to entice the senses right the physical pleasure maybe a little bit of tickling the the feather aspect you know getting a feather and tickling because it it arouses the physical senses of the skin which of course everybody knows is part of the pleasure that is why you know like oral sex it's a physical pleasure or oral sex sorry french kissing and everything tends to be deeper and more arousing physically than just kissing with the lips all these aspects are part of obtaining the physical pleasure or i shouldn't say obtaining but providing the physical pleasure that your partner desires and they love and you learn from each other to earn that A as a student. Excuse me. And the acknowledge, you know, physical pleasure, what else do you, you know, what else do you like? Do you like to be touched certain where? Maybe you have no-goes, like some people, you know, as far as, you know, no touching on the booty hole, (laughs) uh, some people love that and they want that as to enhance the physical pleasure. Everybody is different. You need to learn, again, part of being an A student is the willingness to learn what your partner wants and what they desire, okay? So, again, give us a call, 586-212-4196 here at the Art of Relationships radio show here at podcastdetroit.com. In Detroit City, you also give us a call, um, or I'm sorry, join us on live chat if you're using the Art of Relationships uh, radio show's own mobile device apps. Also on Spreaker, you can join us on live chat as well. Um, 
trying to think what else. Okay, that's the join live chat. Like I said, it's anonymous. I am not going to use your name. I won't even ask your name. I'm not being rude. I'm being respectful. So it's very private. It's very, very anonymous, okay? If you want to give me your name or give me your name in live chat, that is going to be totally up to you. Uh, I want to revisit the Art of Relationships radio show is actually on Sunday nights now at 9 p.m. And uh, we'll be on on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. regular time. It's a new date and time, so make sure you tell your friends, co-workers, about the new uh, time Sunday night, 9 p.m. at uh, podcastdetroit.com. Now, talk about the fiscal pleasure um, one aspect, the last aspect I want to get into, <clears throat> excuse me, is about after pleasure or, let's face it, after sex. This is an aspect that a lot of people, yes, I do hear stereotypically, I hear this more from women than men, okay? I know Princess Fu, you haven't made, you have no problem with that. Chip Foo will end up making a sandwich, not falling asleep, you know. Uh, you know, after sex, whatever. What happens is the elements will go into um, the guy just rolls over, goes to sleep. Uh, what else starts happening? He'll go, um, he'll get into a situation, you know, women complain about the guy. Oh, have sex, roll over. There's no cuddling. There's no touching. There's no caressing. There's no affirma- verbal affirmations. You know, I love you. Oh, my God, I love touching you. That was phenomenal. Um, or would you like to hear, eh, that was okay. <laughs> and then you probably, your sex life would be shot, right? But if there's confidence and you said, ah, oh, that was okay, you, wouldn't you want your partner to say, oh, what can I do better? Again, remember, increasing your grade as a lover is hitting on the elements that would you do to be better to be a better partner to be your partners maybe the best lover they've ever had emotionally physically on all those elements okay and a lot of people are fine this is the way i am screw you and when some people i usually call these immature people because it usually doesn't matter you look at you know oh am i you know am i the best you ever had or who was the best you ever had whatever, and they tell you maybe it was an ex and it's not you, and you're pissed because they're honest with you, but can you say, well, you know what, you think they will? Well, I'm going to be the best you've ever had emotionally, physically, soulfully, and what would it take for those aspects uh, to trigger in? My vo- Oh, my God, my voice is going, uh, I used to say, what, going through puberty again. My voice is going hoarse. So <clears throat> the after-pleasure aspects or after sex aspect is is very crucial to maintain that connection. Not now, you know, the actual sex aspect is over, or a lot of people assume it's over, but it really isn't. It's maintaining that connection that you guys can touch each other, caress each other, maybe even kiss, right? And what would it take to, you know, ensure that and to keep that going to make that afterglow continue and that you still feel loved wanted and it isn't just oh god we did it okay bye night you know then 
your partner's going to feel almost used, almost feel like cheap, right? It's almost you're going to feel like freaking cheap, like you're on uh, eight mile or actually maybe five mile or six mile McNichols and you're moving up to eight mile, a little more high rent district. No, <laughs> you want to look at the situation. You don't want to feel cheap. You want to stay connected even after sex. Oh, after sex. Okay. Oh, okay. Don't have to touch anymore. Now I can leave me alone. I'm going <laughs> to stay connected emotionally and do that also after sex. Stay connected, not only emotionally, physically, touch, cuddle, caress, okay? And believe, there's some women out there that after sex, you know, they come, reach orgasm, and they want to go to sleep, and they don't. It's not just guys. Everyone assumes it's a guy, right? You don't touch me after sex. That's it. He rolls over, goes to sleep, or maybe gets out of bed and leaves, um, you know, if you're not living together or married. In that situation. Okay, I'm done. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Would you like that, Jess? You're smiling. No. Do you no. do that? No, 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 no. You don't I, do I, that? I've never had a, uh, I don't think I've ever had a one-night stand or a, okay. Bye. I didn't say yeah. one-night stand. Well, no, may, actually, it would be. I got be. a booty call, I guess is what it's called, because they call you over, you know, even when I was single, I had friends with benefits, so it was never like a, hey, how's it going? And then you have sex and you leave. That's just so weird and See, personal. <laughs> if I it, when I get used uh, for sex, I tear up, I cry. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> it's sad. It's pathetic. <laughs> I'm sick of getting treated like a piece of ass all the time. I want the heartfelt. <laughs> I want the no. I'm serious. I got a heart. Even when I teach uh, human sexuality, I say, you know what? Us guys, we have heart hearts. We care. You women just. Use us for sex, and it's pathetic. Oh, yes. We're terrible, terrible beings. You guys are, man. (laughs) We want to be loved, too. We don't want to just get freaking, you know, freaking sausage patties, and that's it. Or actually, it'd be links, not patties. That's just wrong. So you look at... Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Then you're talking, yeah, see you later and never come back, right? Yeah, boy, yeah. Then that would happen, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But the after pleasure... um, the after sex is crucial, you know. Can you still look at each other in the eyes or maybe you're embarrassed? Maybe, um, you know, oh, God, I can't look at you after what we just did. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Don't be embarrassed and shame. Freaking own it, man. Own it like a reward. Wear it like a badge and say, damn right we did that, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Stay connected after the sex, okay? Big time. That doesn't mean... Right, you don't clean up. I get that. You know, you can clean up and all this stuff, and we all know it's a women's job to lay in the wet spot. But we, no, I'm teasing. No. <laughs> I'm teasing. No. Also, baby wipes are helpful. Very helpful for quick cleanup. Yes, they are. Baby, make sure it's very, very crucial though. Unless you're going to throw them in the trash bag, trash basket. Make sure they're flushable because you don't want to. Fl- clog up your toilet if they're not flushable yeah no i wouldn't recommend them flushing them no no you you can have uh flushable wipes do you know that oh yeah i just didn't know like baby wipes aren't but i know they have you know the cat and all ones yes yeah that for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah if you have the tra- trash basket whatever right lay a towel down be a gentleman right be a gentleman and throw a towel down for her to lay in the wet spot um or if you want to, hey, you know what? I'll be the man and I'll take the wet spot. Um, there you go. 
hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that ain't right. What about equal rights? Right? Uh, what about equal we, rights? You know, we, we, we do want that, but at the same point, we yeah, want the... Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. You want it all your... Equal <laughs> rights want are... We want all, yeah, we want all your rights and then some. <laughs> right? So you look at the elements. You know, is it, you know, about earning that A as a lover? What would it take for you to, you know, go over this list? And I'll go over that, you know, real quick in a bit. To earn that grade, first of all, do you want that? Do you want to, you know, be an A student, you know, as a lover to your partner? Is that crucial to you and what you can do? And I, I get you're not going to want to be that A partner or even care if the emotional connection if, you know, you're in an abusive relationship um, is, cru- you know, and I talk about that, you're not, you could, and if you're worrying about being a better lover and you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get the hell out of that situation. I want to read something. It was, it's sort of, um, it's sort of cool. And I love hearing this and I, I don't, I'm not, I don't brag or anything. I just, this is why I do the Art of Relationships radio show. And this is why I do um, what I do in my, you know, my office, and it's a passion to help people, is someone on Facebook right before the show and the technical difficulties and stuff I had, um, I'll take the blame. It was my fault. But you look at the situation um, going around. But individual, I want to thank you. And I, okay, I want to thank you. Thank you for bringing about the revelation that I was being abused and in a domestic violence situation. It's because of you I realized I deserve better. I'm getting married Wednesday and had a beautiful baby girl four months ago. Oh, that is so cool. True story. And my my comment, and I, you know, I said, no thanks needed. You are the one that did all the work that made the positive changes. Uh, you know, you need to take the credit. You did the work, and it's not easy. So uh, I, you know, I want to give you, it's not easy making those changes and growing and getting out of a crap situation. Like I said, why would you want to be an A lover to your partner that treats you like crap? I don't think anyone would. You know, and some people out there, they, they will sell themselves out, do whatever their partner wants, because they won't leave. I don't want them to leave. I don't want to be in this sitch. You know, I, I don't want to be alone. I can't financially afford it. So I need to do everything I can to make it work. And all of a sudden, you start selling yourself out. <sighs> being an A lover does not mean, you know, being an A lover to your, uh, to your partner um, does not mean you sell yourself out. Not by any means. You never, ever, and people, I repeat myself, People have heard me say this, oh, my God, on probably every radio show I, you know, I've done and on you know, Facebook, blog, and all this stuff. You never, ever sell out your values or morals of what you believe you know, is important to you, okay? You never do that. Well, you know what? If I did this, he wouldn't beat me. She wouldn't beat me. Yes, women freaking bite through the freaking meat, and I freaking told you those stories before. But you look at the situation, you know, being an A lover does not mean you sell yourself out. Got it? That you don't get disrespected. Not at all. That That's pathetic. And actually, if you did 
allow yourself to be disrespected, um, I don't think you could be an A lover to begin with because you're not being true to yourself. And I think part of being an A lover to your partner is also treating yourself with self-respect and dignity. And you know what? You just you don't want to sell yourself out big time. Okay, enough of that tangent and soapbox. Okay, so earning a report card. Again, you know, the lover report card, or as I said, you know, the sexual grade average instead of your GPA, it's your sec, uh, SGA, sex grade average. You know, the grading makes up, you need to look at improvement. What can I do to improve the emotional connection? And I'm not talking out sex. I talked about that a little bit at the beginning of the show. But I'm also talking, I'm talking primarily about in the bedroom, kitchen table, countertop what's your favorite floor porch bathroom sink bathroom sink wherever holy shit (laughs) don't be sorry i asked damn this is cool i might have another uh co-host um (laughs) i like that anyways you look at You look at situation, you know, emotional connection, sexually. How do you maintain that? And I I hear that, you know, it's not, a lot of people assume it's always the women complaining about these aspects. It isn't. It's, I get a lot of guys, too, complaining. You know what, Greg, I feel her so disconnected, almost like she's just going through the motions. She's not, I feel like she's just doing, she's not into me. Not even, I don't even feel loved by her, like she's just doing it. So it's not just women it you know guys that want this too most guys i can't speak for everybody there's some dicks out there too but you look at you know what can we do to maintain the emotional connection sexually and as a lover kissing that tends to go down the uh, off the wayside even you know during sex and i'm not talking doggy style you're going to break your neck like i mentioned before i don't want you hurting yourself doing doggy style and trying to kiss each other you're going to freaking break something you're going to break his boner or she's going to pop a hip or something no don't do that but can you kiss you know everyone's you know during foreplay whatever but even if you know during kissing can you still maintain the eye contact and still you know kiss how many people kiss and this is why i get this greg that's impossible no it is not if you are kissing deeply passionately and you stare into each other's eyes and i'm not talking about when you do that and all of a sudden, you, oh, ooh, you poke me in the eye with your eyelash. No, you, <laughs> you look at a situation that, how intense is that? Have you ever done that? What, kissing while sex, having sex? No. I, well, yeah. No. no, I'm talking kissing passionately and staring at each other's eyes. Well, yeah. You have. Well, especially when I think you're having sex. I mean, I guess it's a little awkward if you're sitting on the couch and you just are staring at each other, you know. While you're making out, but... Can you do that? Why is that awkward? Yeah. Ooh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, actually. So why would it be awkward staring at... <laughs> why would it be awkward uh, as you're staring at each other while you're having sex? Then? No, while you're having sex. So why would awkward, it be... So why would it be kissing. awkward while you're kissing? You're yeah, Like I said, I you know. might poke each other in the eye with each other's eyelashes, <laughs> but why would that be... Why would that be awkward? Because everybody assumes automatically know. when you go to kiss somebody... You close your eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And what do you close your eyes because you're thinking of somebody else, or? No, no, I just. <laughs> I'm being like a smartass. No. Really I know, right there, so. but believe it or not, you still can deep, passionate, 
oh my god you got beautiful bloodshot eyes greg yeah no <laughs> you look at oh my god yeah but you look at the situation a lot of people can't do that and it's weird that's true i think just because it feels awkward to me anyways it feels awkward it could be making out with somebody but yeah. i mean if we're you know yeah, well, in the bedroom and mashing. Already happening, mashing, yeah. Yeah, then that's, you know, so, different. So Jess is going to try something new. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> emotional connection, right? It's just all, like I said, part of the grading criteria, what you're going to be graded on. No pressure. You want to learn. Enhancing emotional connection during sex, okay? Kissing during sex. Foreplay. Touching. Caressing. Of course, that would be the prequel, if you will, to sex, right? It's crucial. It's very, very important. And women, you know what? I'm sick of you not giving us enough foreplay. So, ladies, it's important. Give us enough foreplay. And then you're going to complain why we only last uh, 30 seconds after foreplay. Well, you shouldn't... Oh, wait. Wait a minute. (laughs) That's your own problem. Anyways. (laughs) Sucks to be you, but I'm okay. Anyways, you look at the situation... Verbal expression and guiding. Not only, you know, you don't want to always be instructions. If you're always giving extru- instructions all the time, that gets old because that means your partner's not paying attention. They're not getting you. That is, that's not what I'm talking about. That gets old and that gets sort of pathetic. And you just, you know what? Pfft, I'm done. Would you end a relationship if your partner just didn't get it or didn't care sexually? As a lover. Ooh. Oh, you see, no one, I said, did you see that? No one can see us. <laughs> Jess, not, <laughs> Jess oh is not God. in her head. Yeah, Jess <laughs> is not in her head. Yeah. <laughs> and I, no one can see us. I was going to do video, but I, I'd be too freaking, the glare off my forehead would probably freaking blind everybody. Oh, Anybody, you look at situation, you know, so foreplay, the prequel to sex, touching, caressing. You know, is there a little teasing element? Is it sensual? Is it loving? Is it forceful? How many people, you know, even during foreplay, God, I want you so bad, and you just feel craved and want to be devoured, and they just crave you. How many people feel that during foreplay? Ooh. I'm not talking all the time. You know, maybe 99% of it. (laughs) But you look at, you know, do you feel craved, desired, do you feel that your partner loves touching you? Maybe oral sex during foreplay or whatever. Do you feel your partner loves touching you? Or is it like, or is it just like, okay, I touch you fine. Okay, let's have sex. You know, do you, it's just a, a routine that they're just doing it to please you. I think most of us know the difference. Or some people just fake it, which you never do. Um, you know, fake that their partner loves it, whatever. I'm imagining they love it. And you know they don't. You know, you want your partner to feel that they love, that you love touching them big time. Okay. So verbal expression, guiding, oral sex. Now, freakiness, openness, uh, daring. Daring means, you know, you're not going to freaking go downtown on Campus Marsh uh, during noon, lunch hour, whatever, and start having sex on the beach because you don't want sand in your cracks. Anyways, you want to look at, um, you know, you need to be discreet. Like I said before, I don't want anyone to get arrested and then uh, 
Yeah, Greg, uh, a.k.a. Master G, is going to freaking, he recommended this, so send him the fine. No, I'm broke, so don't send me no uh, bills. Um, but being able to enhance your sex life by being open, maybe trying something new, and maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't, but at least you're learning, you're trying something, you're expanding it. Maybe, oh, man, uh, my fantasy was always, you know, this. Maybe we can try that. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. No big deal, but at least you tried, right? Be open to new experiences by trying different things, by maybe you only have sex at night when the kids are in bed. What happens if you lock yourself in the bedroom or in the bathroom and the kids are still awake? Now, I'm not talking they're six months old. You don't want them to crawl in the stuff and hurt themselves, right? That's that's where you duct tape them to the freaking furniture first and then lock yourself in the in the bathroom, okay? You don't want the kids to be hurt. Do you try to mix it up a little bit or are you always hearing excuses? Oh my god, I got laundry to do. I have this to do. I have oh my god, all this stuff to do. Busy. We have, you know, kids and all this stuff. We never have enough time. You better make time or you're going to have problems in a relationship like I mentioned, you know, a lot of times you need to put that relationship number one um, and you need to maintain that connection big time. And I said, you know, step families are a little bit different. Um, maybe they're, yeah, they're different and the dynamics are a little bit different. But, you know, are you trying to do something like that? Lock yourself in the bathroom and if the kids are awake or whatever, or send them out, you know, send them out to play. And, you know, if you have a fenced in yard, send them out in the yard right you put the electric shock collar on them so if they don't listen you just zap them right no <laughs> you look oh shit no cps is gonna yeah anyways you look at the can you sit at the situation and look at the dynamics you know change it up a little bit if you're used to just having okay here we go we have sex on saturday night uh once a week and it's like okay yay 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 um what would it, and you know then you throw the excuses out there you know, is it because I'm tired? Is it because, and we all get tired. But if you always have excuses and always don't do anything to maintain the connection sexually, emotionally, it's going to die and you're going to run into problems down the road. I guarantee it. It might not be right away, but down the road, it will happen. I can guarantee that, okay? So try different things. Be more open, more, you know, willing to do that. Oh, I don't have time. You know, oh, we, I don't have time. I have all, all this to do. And you just spent freaking an hour on your phone on Facebook or freaking looking at porn on, on your phone or no. Is that what you do, Jess? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you're on your phone on Facebook or texting or whatever. And then you're telling me you don't have time. Huh. What does that tell you? Hmm. That you're not important, that's not important to them, right? And you always have excuses. Okay, physical pleasure, talked about that, that's huge. That's an obvious one. But also, you know, if something is causing unpleasurable pain that is causing discomfort, you need to knock it off. You need to learn that big time, okay? Physical pleasure during sex as a lover, that's huge. You know, what can you do to bring and enhance the physical element of pleasure. Maybe, like I mentioned, is it ice cubes? You know, the senses of the skin, can they be heightened? Ice cubes, Altoids. hmm. 
Some people use peppermint candies. You got to be careful because of the sugar, um, especially in the vaginal area. You don't want any uh, uchis. Did I just say uchis? Mm-hmm. That just did not sound right. Um, you know, bacterial infection and all that aspect. But you, you have to be careful. You know, what can, you know, a feather, you know, just by being tickled, a feather can enhance the elements of your skin and heighten the senses and make them more sensitive. There's different things you can do to heighten the pleasure. And, of course, you know, different positions, all those aspects, okay? Finally, before we say goodnight, is the after sex slash after the pleasure, right? Is how do you maintain that connection after sex? Do you still hold each other, caress each other, right? Ladies, remember, do not just pass out and fall freaking asleep. We want to be held. We want to be caressed. We want to be loved. Tell us, oh, my God, you're our stud. You know what? Oh, my God, you freaking are huge. You lie to us. No. (laughs) You love us that, you know, we want that too. You like to be complimented. Affirmation, I love you. Ladies, do that too. We, most guys, we want to hear that, okay? So what if we're snoring? Tell us in our ear why we're snoring, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. I, I'm still, I don't know about that. Yeah. Subliminable. I can't even talk anymore. Oh boy. But they, you know, tell us, you know, you, you know, tell each you love each other. Oh my God, it was awesome touching you. You made me feel awesome. Hold each other, caress each other. The after sex is one thing that a lot of people I think neglect, and you hear a lot of complaints about. And yes, I do hear a lot of complaints, more complaints about this area from women. Um, you know, complaining about the guy just you know after sex. That's it. He, I feel almost disconnected. I almost feel lonely right away after sex. Then I tell the women, well, you should have been better then. No, no, no. (laughs) That ain't right. No, (laughs) that's wrong. That was funny, though. We all know you didn't mean it. Well, maybe I did, huh? No, but you look, you should have been better then. I would have held you. Freaking lame-ass sex. I would have held you better. No, you look at the situation. Maintain that after sex, the connection, the emotional. Verbal affirmations, man, I love you. Well, if you do love them, uh, <laughs> I don't want you to lie. You know that you love them. They're beautiful. They're hot. You know they're sexy. Oh my God, you made me feel awesome. That is so crucial to maintain that connection. There's a lot of complaints, like I said, from women in this area that they feel you know sex is over and they feel lonely. It's weird, you know, feeling lonely after sex is. I can tell you, man, it sucks. Like I said earlier, Jess, I'm sick of being used for sex, and the women just get up and freaking leave. I'm like, hold me, please. No. Please you, <laughs> you look at the... Maybe a little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> just spoon me, please. You look at, you look at the dynamics, and um, you, know, you want to trigger, trigger that connection after sex and maintain that with verbal affirmations and touching and caressing can go a long ways into maintaining that connection. And that's going to highlight not only, you know, your sex life and you as a partnership and your relationship, and it also is going to earn you higher grade points towards being that a lover that your partner wants you to be. And hopefully you want to be that a partner or student 
uh, lover to your partner. And if you don't or could care less about it, then I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably with the wrong partner. And if you're with that person and you're staying for whatever reason, maybe that's part of you selling yourself out and you need to maybe sort of reassess your situation and what makes you happy, okay? Well, we're going to sign off. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from podcastdetroit.com. Make sure you check me out, theartofrelationships.org. I'm all over on Facebook, too. Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, a.k.a. Master G. Don't even ask how I got that. I'll explain that again later. Um, (laughs) Everybody, Jess, thank you very much. Uh, Check it out. Make sure you check out all the shows on podcastdetroit.com. A lot of awesome talent, a lot of variety, and... Great, great owners, Dave and Bob. Make sure you check out their show Monday night at 9 p.m., I believe, at IT in the D. Uh, Great people. So thank you very much. Peace out. Much love, everybody. Take care. You're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.